everybody, Mr. Mike here, and you are listening to the Games Attack Audiocast here on Juju2Cast.com. This is episode 452, as I'm calling this episode, Yakuza Like Me. Oh yes, my glasses are all filthy. Oh boy. Can't see nothing. <laughs> this is the wrong time to be cleaning my uh, my four eyes. Ah, there we go. That's a bit better. Uh, wait. Why is there always got to be one little spot left that you can't get off? You know, it seems like you get everything and then there's always that one little spot and it's annoying and... Oh, God. How did you get this off? Where is it? Oh, it's on that side. How do I? How did I get that on there in the first place? I don't know. Huh. Yeah, this is the glasses cleaning podcast. Glass on. Huh. It's annoying too because it's a little spot and it's in my peripheral vision. <coughs> Hold on, give me one little quick second here. Oh well, it's as good as it's going to get. I don't even know how they get on there. Oh, is me. Oh, is me. So welcome everybody, if I, (laughs) as this finally happens. Welcome everybody to the Games Attack Audiocast. It's a podcast about video games. Most of the time. And uh, let's see here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. We got this one. And then the following week. Hmm. I'm just looking. I, I don't understand dates anymore, do I? <laughs> Uh, let's see here. I got to change some stuff. The great podcasting, right? Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me for that little delay. Things bother me, especially when I type something in and then I figure out, oh, wait, it's the following week. Uh, so the kick of this uh, podcast off, the following week, not this upcoming week, so you got this podcast now that you're listening to, and then we got one more, we got this podcast that you're listening to, and then you got one more for this upcoming weekend. So the 6th, uh, the 6th of June because it'll be the 6th of June the following week, not this upcoming week where, um, well, this week is the 30th, but the next week is the 6th. That will be, <clears throat> well, that will be the last podcast 
then basically, basically, on the tenth through through the that week, the tenth through I can't speak through the thirteenth, which is that weekend. I will not have my regular, um, let's say, podcast, sort of. I will have a regular Games Attack audio cast, but it'll be a special. Uh, This is because there are gaming events going on, and excuse me again for when I do this cough. Got something in my throat, of course, when I'm podcasting. (laughs) Uh, That always happens. So the... There's going to be one more podcast coming up this weekend uh, when you guys are listening to this. And then the following week, there will be no regular Juju2Cast audio cast. So there will be no Juju2Cast audio cast podcast. And the Games Attack audio cast will happen, but it's not going to be your regular uh, edition. It will be a very, uh, it'll be a special because I am going to be covering. What would have been E3 that week, uh, <laughs> or weekend, I should say, or week, week, weekend. But I will be covering the Sony um, event, the State of Play, which I guess is going to go on during this week sometime, as I hear. And um, I will be also doing, well, if it's happening this week, why do I? why am I doing it that week? Is it happening this week? Uh, I gotta relook at the schedule here, because schedules aren't uh, going out uh, properly right now. Um, give me a second. I'm trying to look here. <clears throat> of course, online nothing seems to be coming up properly. Because why would anything come up properly? I'll just really I'll Google search this again. The state. Uh, play, there we go, not a film, no, Mm. hold on, PlayStation State of Play, let's see here, uh, no, like I said, people, nothing's going right here, uh, PlayStation, I know I heard there was a State of Play, what, why is nothing working right? Okay, uh, here we go. Finally. Wow, internet. Internet being really stupid. So, um, there is going to be a PlayStation Summer, uh, a State of Play broadcast uh, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern on June 3rd. Third, so that would be this upcoming Friday. As I'm looking at this, so this upcoming Friday, and uh, which okay, I'll probably be covering that in the podcast. So, um, <clears throat> your normal Games Attack Audio Cast podcast, I will be covering uh, the PlayStation State of Play. And then for the following podcast, which will be another special because this one will be your regular podcast because I'm sure during the state of play, they're not going to show as much as what a Microsoft uh, press, the Microsoft press conference is going to show. Knowing them, they're probably only going to show, let's see here. 
Does it say how long this event's gonna be? Not seeing anything on how long it's gonna be. But I'm sure it's gonna be like 30 minutes, 40 minutes, almost 30 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, almost 30 minutes. That's what I'm hearing here. Um, doesn't seem very exciting. Less than 30 minutes. Very focused on third party seems like. Okay, so basically as I am reading on here in the article, because I don't know anything more than this because all these websites, gaming websites and websites in general are kind of effing up the way that they're presenting like, I didn't even know there was a state of play coming up because it wasn't really mentioned anywhere and not even in anybody else's podcast. Like, I barely heard the state of play, like, at the end of the bomb cast or something or whatever they did the one day where they're talking about there's a state of play coming up next week that we'll be talking over probably. And nobody else really talked about it. I didn't hear about it from any other people's podcasts or like I said, I just found it on the IGN website right now on how to look it up. So, like I said, it's going to be June 3rd at 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 p.m. PT time. So, uh, and it's going to be like less than 30 minutes because they didn't even they didn't even really talk about how long it's going to be. I, I found that out from like all the people talking about it that it's going to be like 30 minutes or less. That it's going to be all third party. Because why would Sony show off anything first part party? Um, so yeah, I'm seeing it right here. Okay, so uh, State of Play will air for just under half an hour, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. The show promises uh, reveals from Sony's third party partners and a sneak peek at several games in development. For the PlayStation VR 2, it doesn't sound as uh, PlayStation first-party exclusives will be a huge part of this particular broadcast. I don't understand why Sony doesn't show off anything of their first party. It makes me wonder if they have anything to show because it's Sony. They probably don't because they didn't show off that much last year either. Microsoft showed off a whole bunch of stuff, even though most of it isn't out or hasn't come out yet or been delayed which is a bummer, but at least they talked about stuff. At least they mentioned stuff and they at least tried to get people excited about stuff that's coming out from Microsoft, from them at Microsoft and third parties, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and within their their community of games and stuff. Even if it is, you know, they just announced something. Sony doesn't seem to be doing the same thing, and I, like I said, Mostly about Sony, I have been writing them off left and right because they just really haven't been bringing their A game for anything. And I know I'll be talking about this in a little bit uh, more about Sony and like their all new PlayStation Plus lineups and stuff like that and what they're expecting and stuff. I just don't see nothing uh, from them. Uh, Nothing big anyways. And, you know, it's kind of a... It's kind of, you know, a big bummer that Sony isn't trying to bring a A game and basically handing everything to Microsoft right now, you know. And, you know, like I said, I am an Xbox fanboy, you know, PC Xbox fanboy here. But I still would love to, you know, 
if there was a decent reason to own a PlayStation 5, which there isn't because that thing is super too big <laughs> and expensive and it doesn't seem like they have any games that I would really just want to get a PlayStation 4 to get. Um, and I mean four, 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 not the number 4, but 4. Uh, I would just write them off left and right, especially their CEO, the way he talks, the way... He acts about games and past games and stuff. He just really doesn't care. He just wants to go forward, make all the money he can, and get the fuck out, it sounds like. It sounds like he don't give a care about any of the gamers on the PlayStation uh, community. And you know what? That's a bummer. That's all I'm getting. That's all I'm hearing. I'm like, all I'm hearing is, no, we don't really care. We're going to throw something out that's half-assed here for you people that like Game Pass, but we're not going to do it like Game Pass, and all this other stuff, and now they're just showing some third-party stuff, which, you know, Microsoft shows a third-party stuff, but they mostly show off their first-party stuff, and every year so far, they've been at the same E3 scheduling time, they're ready to show off their whole presentation of what games they're going to bring to the table eventually, Whatever is not being pushed back, whatever their third, their other first party studios are going to be bringing to the table and what states everything in, even though, like I said, games aren't coming out, but at least they got games that they're working on. You know, like I said, it's a hard time nowadays. You know, everything's changed. You know, game uh, making has changed. You know, the whole pandemic, everything else is costs gone up. Uh, the way things are done now have changed, and um, a lot of things get com- got complicated out there. That's why I'm not like other people when they're trying to say, talk down Xbox and Microsoft, saying, "Oh, you need to look at that." Bethesda and them uh, pushed back uh, their games again. They pushed back Starfield again, and that what was it, Redfall? Oh, go figure. And they're not gonna have nothing. But what is that? What does PlayStation have, guys? What is what's coming out from them? Hmm? What about from Nintendo? What does Nintendo have? Not that Nintendo probably doesn't have anything. They got Splatoon three. That's coming out in September. I'm I'm really interested in that. But really, what does anybody really have? You know, like I said, I bet you you're gonna hear from all parties on. Oh, we got It's gonna take a little bit longer to make these games and these games and these first party games. Just like you see in Hollywood right now, you're seeing less major AAA titles, films coming out there and being uh, shown in theaters because everything's backlogged. Everything's taken a lot longer to do. And, you know, it's the same for games. A lot more for games because it takes a lot longer and a lot, you know, a lot more people to make these games and people don't want to work and you still got pandemics going around the world. You got other things going around the world and movements, this movements, that, and all this stuff. Yeah. It's kind of hitting the games industry a little bit in terms of what are they going to be shipping out this year? Surprise, surprise, expect the unexpected people because you know, this time would come, you know, there would be a time where there will be a gaming drought for a bit and for me, like I always say to people, and I keep saying this and I keep sticking to it, I don't mind. Let them take their time. Let them make the best games that they can make. And when they're ready to go, that's the time I'll be ready to buy and play them. For now, 
I hope you guys all have a backlog of games. And if you don't, maybe check out those backlogs of games that they got on Xbox Live or Game Pass or PlayStation or something in the PlayStation Store or in the Switch Store or something. I'm sure you'll find some older games that have been out for a while that you might have wanted to try it out or you never played but you wanted to play. Now you got that time to play them and enjoy them. And then when these new games finally come out, you'll be like, oh, at least I got to play the games that I didn't get to play before. Now I got the time to play them and I can enjoy them. And then when I'm done with those, the new games will be out and then I'll play those and have fun with those. But people don't think about that. I do. I've been playing a lot of my backlog catalog. Not that I've been gaming as much as <laughs> as I should be, but, you know, nicer weather out too. So I've been doing less gaming. I keep saying that, but, um, yeah, but that's what's going to be going on, not to get into a tangent here, uh, so this week, which I will have on the next Games Attack AudioCast, I will talk about, uh, the state of play and what third parties are bringing, I've been hearing some rumors about the new Street Fighter game, maybe, I'm hoping it also comes on the PlayStation and other, uh, systems as well, not going to hold my breath, especially if, uh, Sony and Capcom have, uh, deal going on together and they're shelling out extra money for it or something which would be a bummer because you know the last street fighter on the xbox i think it was on the 360 that was quite a good game you know i played that not too long ago it was a very good street fighter game and i always wanted to play a new street fighter game on my xbox and there should be no reason why i can't but you know these companies the way they think the way they work, who knows? Maybe it'll change. Maybe we'll get a a nice uh, surprise and we'll get a Street Fighter for the Xbox in the near future. Why not? Let's hope. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then the following week after that, that will be the week where I don't have a um, Juju 2 cast, audio cast, but I will have a Games Attack uh, podcast, but it'll be a special that will be for the weekend of the June, June 12th or the 12th of June. That's the one where I'm actually going to be watching the Xbox uh, conference, the Microsoft Xbox slash Bethesda conference. And that's when I'm going to watch it and talk over it and give you guys my impressions of it. Talk about whatever games are coming out and explain them the best I can. I think that's the best way for me to do the podcast is talk over the the stream and do it as a podcast form. I'm not going to do a live cast of it, you know, a live stream of it, because there's so many other people doing live streams of the press conference. I just want to watch it and I'll just watch it and talk over it. And I think that's the best way to, you know, let you guys know what's coming out. What's this? What's that? What's it doing? And then put it out that podcast during that weekend or something. That'll happen on Sunday, so maybe it'll be out that Monday as well. But that is my that is my thing right there. That is that's what's gonna happen uh from me for that time. Then that'll be the weekend of June the twelfth, which is a couple days before my birthday, which is great. It's always a great weekend to have one of these specials. Thank you, Microsoft, for putting on a great Sunday. I love it when it's on Sunday, right before my birthday, and I'm off that week, so it's always good for me as an Xbox fan. 
So these are the games that I have played in the past week. It's not many, but we might as well do this quickly. that have been played in the past week. And there we go. I ended that off early. Um, so I only played basically two games. There was a maybe a third game. I played a little Tetris. Um, Tetris, uh, what was it? Tetris Connected. Tetris Connected. But it's Tetris. What more can I talk about that? Uh, but I have been playing some Lost Judgment. I played basically Yakuza games. <laughs> At least Yakuza games in the series of Yakuza games in the art style. So I've been playing Lost Judgment, uh, you know, making more episodes, having fun, kicking some ass, taking names with Yagami. He's a great detective. Been getting into the Lost Judgment story quite well. Especially as I'm recording this today on Sunday, I was I, I made another episode on Lost Judgment, and boy, in my Yakuza like me episode of Lost Judgment, boy oh boy oh boy, things are getting really dark. You know, bullying stuff like that, probably life lessons. It's really interesting. I'm always really interested in that stuff, and um, the game is pretty darn fun. It I, I love it. I know it's in the Yakuza universe, but it's following a guy that's a detective and his partner that was a former Yakuza, and you're you're a detective first. You're also well, you're a detective second, but you're a detective first now. But you also have a lawyer's badge because you are also a certified lawyer in Japan, and you help people out, you solve cases. And Yagami, he's just badass. Older, badass, wears a leather jacket. And not going to get too much into it because you'll have to just watch the episodes when they eventually come out, which might be a long time when I talk about Yakuza like a dragon. But uh, I am starting to work on that series. That will be the pre-taped series, pre-filmed, pre-recorded, edited. And those will go out after Yakuza like a dragon is finished. And that will be the series that I'll put out episodes, a couple episodes a week and stuff. And that's going to be fun. I, I'm having a blast playing it when I can. And I'm taking my time because why not? Because <laughs> there's nothing else I have to worry about playing right away. And it's no stress on that. Um, but still loving it. Can't wait till they announce the third Judgment game, which I'm sure won't be too long from now, unless if it's going to be a new Yakuza game, which it could be a new Yakuza game before a Judgment game because they just came out with Lost Judgment. But this other game, Yakuza Like a Dragon, came out a couple years before Lost Judgment, and this follows a new protagonist, which I talked about, which is Ichiban, and he is an idiot. He is crazy. And I, I'm, I'm liking him. I'm liking him. He is no Kiryu, but he has that style to him where it's like, okay, Yakuza wants to just be the most uh, respective Yakuza out there. He wants to be super loyal, super loyal to his uh, his sensei or whatever you want to call him, to his master, and everything goes wrong. He just does what he he obeys and does what you know his master asks him to and does you know uh and i know this isn't really a spoiler because i already filmed this and it was streamed and all that but it's Ichib- 
you know, agrees to go to prison for 15 plus years for a murder he didn't commit. It was the the uh, captain that did the murdering in his uh, clan, should I say, um, in his group. And his, his master uh, asks him if he would take the fall for him because it would help the Yakuza, his branch of the Yakuza out because there wouldn't be a big Yakuza war or anything like that. And uh, it would just be a total loss. So he takes one for the team. He gets himself exiled for the thing. He takes one for the team. He goes to prison. He was expecting to come back out because his master says once he gets out, he'll reinstate him as a Yakuza. He'll work it all out. He'll get back into the game. But when he gets out of prison, nobody's there waiting for him outside of prison. And... He has to track down his people, his Yakuza. He's being told he meets up with this, uh, I think it was, he said he was an ex-cop or detective and still a detective. I don't know. He's still got a detective badge, cop badge, whatever. But he's on the hunt. He's trying to find out uh, what's go- things that are going on. He's got his reasons. And he team- he makes you try to team up with him. Uh, Ichiban doesn't want to listen to the guy. Says he's all wrong, even though the guy's telling him that his after he's been gone for so long, things have changed. There is no more Tojo clan. They all are now Omni Alliance. That everybody is now his captain is, you know, his, his Yakuza clan are now all, all Omni Alliance members. And Ichiban doesn't want to believe him because that would be traitorous and so on and so on and so on. So he just goes back to Komarocho to find out, go to his office. Nobody's there. The office is all gone. Then he's trying to find him. He finally, eventually down the road, finds his boss and his people. Find, figure, finds out that they are Omni Alliance for real. Then his boss, um, during a special secretive, like, um, Omni Alliance meeting of the of the big big heads or of state or whatever. Basically, sh- says sorry, Ichiban, but you gotta die. Takes a gun out, shoots Ichiban. That's when you think the game's all over. But why would the game be all over if you just start playing the game? Because <laughs> that'd be the shortest game in history. Um, Ichiban wakes up. He's in a pile of garbage. He has been stitched up, meaning somebody took care of him and, you know, healed him up. Well, didn't really heal him up, but he's in a pile of garbage. He meets this bum that's like a doctor, a former doctor, nurse guy. Not so nice of a guy. He's got a bit of an attitude. Finds himself in a homeless encampment. Uh, He's still very hurt. And he's just wondering why the fuck he got fucked over. He's got no money. He's got nothing. They took everything away from him and me because I was trying to earn money and stuff with him. But all that's gone now. And basically, he's got to start over from the beginning. He's got to scrap around, try to find some money. Because in this uh, homeless encampment, if he wants to stay, which originally they didn't want him to stay, but they said, hey, if you want to stay, you got to pay to play, buddy. So he's going to earn money for the big boss in the homeless encampment because there's a big ruler boss person in the homeless encampment and he's got to prove himself an earner and all that stuff so 
basically he's trying to right now as I fi- finished that part of the game and this was like basically four hours of gameplay. Uh, he's I'm searching around for uh, cash underneath vending machines and stuff, change and stuff, so I can make an earning for my boss and myself to live in this homeless encampment and get healed before I go back into the real world. So a lot of things going on. Uh, I'm gonna I'm starting off basically from the ground up, literally, and uh, it's a J- JRPG turn-based JRPG. I am sort of getting the hang of it. I've been reading some, you know, some uh, works, some, uh, what should I say, some, uh, 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 what do you call them, walkthroughs and stuff like that, how to do certain things, because I heard there is going to be some tough parts to this game, uh, and I've been reading ahead and I've been finding out how to play certain parts of this game, aspects of this game, because I'm not the best at JRPGs or turn-based games at all. Uh, I'm okay, but I'm not the best. So I'm trying to learn the best I can so I can keep playing this game and I just don't give up on it because I really like the series, even though it just turned into a JRPG series now from a fighting series. and But um, I'm taking that hit. I don't care. It still seems fun. The story seems very big in this game. I know it's been out there for a while, but this is a great game, this uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon so far. And when I get my crew up, when I be able to get some money again and actually use ATMs to store that money, so if I ever get into battles and I lose them, I don't lose my money. Then I get myself back up to badassery and get a bunch of money. Then I get to that part of the game where I hear... Which, you know, I listen to when people talk about the game. And when I get to that part where you need a bunch of money to advance in the game, I'll make sure I have that money. And, yeah, I'm going to do a lot of side quests in this game. I'm going to do a lot of missions and side quests and stuff. Anyway, anything in any way possible to earn anything, any kind of money. I'm going to get collect all the collectibles I can in this game and try to... Uh, you know, sell it all, sell all that I can, you know, hopefully it works out for me because, you know, I got to start leveling up my character. I got to get better clothes. I got to get better stats. I got to get better. I got to get weapons. I got to first get a weapon. I got to get people in my party and my team. (sighs) Got to get them leveled up. I got to get stuff for them. You know, this is this is um, definitely like Final Fantasy ish type of thing. Of a thing, I got to be careful how I play. This is going to be a long gaming. Uh, fran- this is going to be a long live streaming sessions going on here, folks. This is going to be one of the Yakuza like me uh, games that I'm going to just be playing a very long time. This is going to be a long show, long series, should I say? But it's going to be worth it because, you know, a lot of things seem cool in the game. Um, I've just got to get myself better at trying to do stuff. I noticed trying to block and stuff at a certain point where you got to block at a certain time. That's a bit tricky sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't seem like it's working at all. When I'm hitting block at that certain time point before they come and hit me, sometimes that doesn't work. I've been noticing, so that's like a big drawback for me because then that means I get hurt and I lose health and 
Oh, so many mechanics, so many things I'm going to be have to learn for this game. But overall, I'm excited. I am interested and I'm excited. And like I said, I got Lost Judgment to back me up on that I can play as my backup game um, and keep making recorded episodes of that while I live stream Yakuza Like a Dragon on Yakuza Like Me series. Um, have I said it all, folks? So far, that's where I'm at. That's I'm, I'm liking the game. It's very colorful. There's a lot of story, a lot of talking, just like in Lost Judgment. And I played that sucker for like four hours that that Friday. Now, this upcoming Friday when I play more Yakuza like a dragon, I probably won't be playing four hours. Maybe I'll play like two, maybe a little over two hours, give or take, depending on how tired and stuff goes that day. But, um... Probably be a little less that day, and then who knows on the following weekend, maybe I'll play more that following Friday because I'll have more time and I'll be on vacation that time of that weekend before on June 10th. So starting June 10th, which is that Friday of that Friday of June 10th, I should say, <laughs> that'll be my first day of my vacation and stuff before, you know, my birthday and all that stuff. So I'll be off that day. So, yeah, yeah, I, I think I'll be maybe playing a lot longer that day. We'll see. But um, I'm interested. I'm interested in uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. It's a good game so far. Let's just hope I can get through it, beat it, or else this will be one of those games that will be the forever game. <laughs> because I, I, mean, I like JRPGs. I like RPGs in general. I like turn-based strategy games. I just got to get better at it. And for me and my age, <laughs> I shouldn't say 35, almost 36. You know, it gets a little harder. You know, I'm always learning tons of stuff. I always got tons of stuff in my brain. Sometimes it's a little hard to play certain things and do certain things and certain tasks and games, but I'm going to try my darndest to uh, learn it, play it. So just bear with me when I'm playing this and streaming this game. But it should all work out pretty well. So, uh, yeah, otherwise, not much gaming going on during the week. Go figure. Just been doing a lot of stuff uh, around the house, outside, stuff like that. Life goes on, you know. Gotta, gotta, it's gotta do life, people. Gotta do life, especially when it's nice outside. You gotta do life. Um, Let's see here. But like I said, did a lot of gaming this weekend, played a lot of Lost Judgment, played a lot of Yakuza Like a Dragon, so had some fun with that. Um, already talked about that. Um, already talked about no regular podcast uh, the following weekend. Let's see here. I, I put next. See, I, I, I thought it was next, but it's the following. Following weekend. There we go. Got to f- change that. Got to fix that stuff up. Um, and I already talked about that. There's going to be a special games attack audio cast, uh, talk over podcast for the Bethesda Xbox Bethesda showcase. Yeah. Yeah. I think I got that all down, right? Yeah. Right. So, um, I don't have nothing else to really talk about, about me. Um, except for there was a game that I heard about that, um, was on game pass 
that um, I might hopefully get to try out sooner or later. It's called uh, Hard. Where is it here? It's called a Hard Space Shipbreaker. It's basically your, uh, well, I guess a former, not slave or somewhat slave. You're in debt. Uh, some the companies own the like these big thing, these big spaceships and stuff, and you're in debt, and you gotta break down a spaceship and spaceships and collect scrap and stuff. And that's your job to pay off this big debt to these, uh, to these big corporations or whatnot. And then you gotta go and try to earn a living and eventually you'll make more money and stuff. And when you break down the ships, it seems pretty interesting. I heard about it before. I never played it. Um, when I was told it was on game pass and it was, free and they had it for game pass for pc and it's eventually coming to xbox and playstation as well i hear um this this june i think but um i heard this was on pc game pass and it has achievements and i'm like you know what mr mike i might want to try this hard space uh ship breaker i might not like it but at least i'm gonna try it there's another game i haven't tried yet that i still have age of empires uh i think that's six Age of Empire 6 or 5. Uh, it's one of the two. It's the IV one, the latest one. Those are two games for my PC that I want to try to play. I haven't I haven't been playing enough PC games, but, you know, once uh, vacation comes rolling up, maybe I'll take a little bit more interest in some PC gaming. Maybe I'll even stream some PC games if my PC allows me to. <laughs> you never know. We'll, we'll see. Because I am... Uh, I'm very interested in it, um, in these games, and uh, very interested in uh, trying them out. Because I always wanted to try out more PC games, especially when I got PC Game Pass. It's always good to try out some new stuff, new games and stuff like that on my PC. Because why not? I got a nice beast of a PC. Why not try to play some games? So um, that is that is all I got to talk about for myself. So we got a few uh, gaming stories here. Maybe we'll get through them right now. So why don't we get into the games news that is the Games Talk News of the show. The Games News from the past week. As I take a swig of water here, um, like I said... Haven't been playing too many games, but still been trying to catch up with the game gaming news. Like I said, not much in the gaming news, but I scrapped up some stories here and things to talk about. Uh, first couple of Sony things. So first story has it that Sony expects to be done with the PlayStation 4 and the PS4 games by 2025. So um, basically we're approaching the time where the PS4 gaming... Game releases will be a thing of the past because Sony wants to move on from the PlayStation 4 to the PlayStation 5 and get uh, these, uh, you know, these uh, Xbox or Xbox, these PlayStation uh, people or should I say uh, publishers to start publishing for the PS5, their next gen console, so that it has people have reason to buy games on the PS5 and buy a PS5. Instead of looking back to the PS4 where they can just kill eventually the PS4 earlier. Because it seems like uh, this Ryan Davis or is that his name? Jim Ryan. 
it seems like this CEO of Sony, um, PlayStation, seems to want to kill things off faster than keep them around. Unlike Microsoft, where they haven't said a damn thing about even thinking about killing off like the Xbox One consoles or anything. Not that they're selling them anymore, but they're still not going to try to kill off any games being made for them because there's so many of them out there. Even though people are buying Xbox Series X and S's out there, which, you know, you can make a game for the last gen and they'll still be able to be played on new gen easily. So Microsoft doesn't really care as long as people are buying games and playing them on their systems. But Sony seems, nope, we want to start just bringing them next gen uh, games and stuff now. We want people to start making next gen games. So they're trying to push the industry into the next gen games and numbers and um especially because they've been selling so many playstation 5s and stuff apparently before so they think they should um should get more more playstation 5 games and pc games out when they publish their first parties games on pcs and stuff like that from their studios and well on third parties to start creating ps5 games so and they say that's by 2025. So we're in 2022 now. You got 2023, 2024, so three years. Hopefully if everything go does better, sure. Why not? Why not? Because PS4 has been out for a while. Xbox One has been out for a while. And uh, you know we got new consoles. So also... Talking about Sony and talking about PC gaming, Sony does expect to make $300 million off of PC games this year. And that is because a large part of Bungie probably, and they're trying to, after their games come out for, uh, you know, the PlayStation, they eventually try to port them to the PC and sell them on Steam and other things. And they're talking about games like titles like Horizon Zero Dawn, Days Gone, and God of War had brought in the last uh, fiscal year of $80 million, which ended in March 31st, 2022. So $80 million they made just for PC sales, PC game sales from these first-party games from their studios after they came out on the PlayStation, of course, because they don't bring these out like day and date as their PlayStation counterpart games, these come these come a bit later. So not only did they sell them the first round on the on their PlayStations, but the second round they start selling them on uh, PC, which I, it, it's a good idea. Microsoft does everything day and date, so they sell the game their first party games on their xboxes and stuff but they also have them coming out for pc the same time same exact time and you know with game pass and stuff for xbox and pc because you know microsoft they basically own the pc and you know they own the xbox gaming market but they also have the pc market as well because who doesn't really run windows there are those people that play on you know have those uh, macs and stuff like that linux machines but Basically, who doesn't play have Windows machines out there? So mainly a lot of people getting these games, PC, Xbox, you know, they're basically trying to get these games made around for them. So they're basically dominating that. 
but Sony sees that they're making a lot of money off their PC, uh, off the PC space. And they're noticing that it's really serious to get in and they're taking everything really serious. And, um, and basically, um, they're going to be trying to earn during the end of March 31st, 2023. They want to make that 300 million in nut sales on PC. So that's what they're predicting. That's a lot to predict for, but they got games. They're talking about PC, um, for PC, the Sony's only plan for PC is Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection, which still doesn't have a release date, but I hear that's coming out. Uh, they're talking about maybe Bungie games, you know, maybe stuff like that, maybe some other games in their first-party lineup. I don't know, but they're they're being pretty bold and and predicting that they're hoping to predict that they're going to get a lot of PC games selling you know, the $300 million worth. Let's see and find out. I don't know. I don't know. I think Sony's going about it all wrong with a lot of things, but hey, it's Sony. They've been the king of a lot of of the gaming scene for a very long time, but <sighs> I don't know. Everybody has their faults. And like I said, I don't like Jim Ryan, their CEO. I think he's a pompous jerk and that he doesn't really get or care about the gamers so that is my take on it anyway so they were also talking about the all-new playstation plus game lineup which uh they got a lot of games here on the service a lot of uh some third-party games as well uh that they're talking about going to be on this exclusive service which they're going to make a lot of you pay more for if you're on Essential, then, you know, you're basically paying the same. If you get the extra premium, of course, you're paying more for those. So uh, basically the all-new PlayStation Plus lineup, talking about stuff like their PS4 and PS5 game catalog uh, for PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium slash Deluxe plans. So they're talking about games like Alienation, um Bloodborne, Concrete Genie, Days Gone, Dead Nation, Apocalypse Edition, Death Stranding, Death Stranding Director's Cut, Demon Souls, Destruction All-Stars, Everybody's Golf, Ghost of Tsushima, God of War, Gravity Rush 2, Gravity Rush Remastered, Horizon Zero Dawn, Infamous First Light, Infamous Second Son, Knack, Little Big Planet 3, Loco Roco Remastered, Loco Roco 2 Remastered, Marvel Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Matterfall, Middle Evil, Petapone Remastered, Petapone 2 Remastered, Rezogun, uh, Retronal, Shadow of Colossus, Tearaway Unfolded, Last Garden, The Last of Us Remastered, The Last of Us Left Behind, Until Dawn, Uncharted Nation, Drake's Collection, Uncharted Nation, Nathan Drake Collection, sorry, Uncharted 4, Thief's End, Uncharted The Lost Legacy, Wipe Up Wipeout Omega Collection. That's from their first party studios, basically. Yeah, okay. Those have been games that have been on the PS4 for a long time and PlayStation 5. So, you know, games that, you know, supposedly everybody has tried and played. Uh, then from third parties, they got stuff like Ascend, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Batman Arkham Knight, Celeste, City, Skylines, Control Ultimate Edition, um, Dead Cells, Far Cry 3 Remastered, Far Cry 4, 
Final Fantasy XV Royal Edition, For Honor, Hollow Knight, uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Mortal Kombat 11, Niroshima Pudin, Ultimate Ninja Storm 4, NBA 2K 2022, Outer Wilds, Red Dead Redemption 2, Resident Evil, Soul Calibur VI, South Park, then Chartered the Fractured Butthole, uh, the Artful Escape, The Crew 2, and Tom Clancy's The Division. Not, you know, all games that already have been out mostly on Game Pass. There might be a few in there that might not have been on Game Pass already. Some of them might not ever come out on Game Pass, like Final Fantasy, but um, mostly you might have seen on uh, on Game Pass already or somewhat on the Xbox console. Plus, they're all older games, like the first half. And then, then they got their uh, classic games catalog, which are classic games which you can probably play and stream on the service. I don't think any of these are... Um, And I don't think any of these are able to be purchased or downloaded. I don't know if they can be downloaded and played, but I think a lot of these are streamed. Uh, don't 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 quote me on that, but it's basically a lot of stuff like classic games catalog, original PlayStation, PSP, like Ape Escape, Hot Shots Golf, IQ Intelligent Cube. Jumping Flash, Seinfeld Filter, Super Stardust Portable, which is for the PSP. Ooh, I like Super Stardust. Uh, third-party Partners, Mr. Driller, Tekken 2, Worms World Party, Worms Armageddon. I think I had three out of the four games on that third party um, right there. Uh, from Classic Games Catalog Remasters, PlayStation Studios, Ape Escape 2, Ark of the Lad, Twilight of the Spirits, Dark Cloud, Dark Cloud 2, Fanta Vision, Hot Shots Tennis, Jack 2, Jack 3, Jack X, Jack and Dexter, The Precursor Legacy, Rogue Galaxy, Siren, Wild Arms 3, Third Party Partners, Bioshock Remastered, Borderlands The Handsome Collection, Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition, which is funny because that's also on, been on Xbox, plus I own that for Xbox. Kingdoms of Amalur, Re-Reckoning, Lego Harry Potter Collection. And, okay, so those games must have been, like, because it says PS4, so the remasters for the PS4. Okay, I got it. So I'm guessing all these games that I was talking about so far are able to be downloaded and played. Because this upcoming one, the original PS3 games, these are all being streamed because apparently you can't, they can't create an emulator to play them on your PS5. Because even though it's supposed to be the very most powerful console, well, second to Xbox uh, Series X, because I hear the Xbox Series X has more power than the PS5 in certain ways, in certain things, and the PS5 does some things better than the Xbox in certain ways and things, but here overall that the Xbox Series X is a bit more powerful than the PS5 in a lot more ways, but you're just getting it from a Xbox fanboy, so take it as it is. But all these games from the PS3 uh, via streaming, which you probably got the last time via streaming, those are all going to be on there pretty much, which is Crash Commando, Demon's Souls, Echo Chrome, Hot Shots Golf, Out of Bounds, Hot Shots Golf World Invitational, Eco, Infamous, Infamous 2, Infamous Festival of Blood, Local Roco, 
Motorstorm, Apocalypse, Motorstorm RC, Puppeteer, Rain, Ratchet Clank, Quest for the Booty, Ratchet Clank, A Crack in Time, Ratchet Clank, Into the Nexus, Resistance 3, Super Stardust HD, Tokyo Jungle, When Vikings Attack. I didn't know Tokyo Jungle was for the PS3. Hmm. I thought it was for PS4, but okay. And, of course, third parties, Azura's Wrath, Castlevania Lords of Shadow 2, Devil May Cry HD Collection, Enslaved, Odyssey to the West, Fear, uh, Lost Planet 2, Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2, Red Dead Redemption, Undead Nightmare, and basically all games that you've been played for many times. And a lot of these games, why do you want to stream them? Because I hear their streaming sucks. So why would you want to stream them? And then you got time-limited game trials for like Uncharted Legacy Thieves Collection, for Horizon Forbidden West, from third parties, Cyberpunk 2077, Farming Simulator 22, Tiny Tina's Wonderland, and WWE 2K22. And basically, new games will be regularly added to that. And these are just game demos. You're not getting full games here. So you're paying for to play demos. And basically that's it from their service. So if anything from the service that you heard was a, a snores fest, yes, I can agree with you. It seems like they're just trying to make everything really confusing and not just simple to get and play. I don't know why they couldn't just create a service that was like Game Pass you know, for everything and made sure that you could play your PS3 games on your console and be able to download them and not just stream them because, like I said, I've been hearing that the PlayStation streaming capabilities has not been decent at all from Sony. And I think they're just throwing shit at the wall saying, hey, this is our our take on the whole Game Pass thing. Either play it or get out of here, you know, take it or leave it. And I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed in this service unless they haven't played any of these games and they don't care and they got the fastest internet connection out there, even though you would have to be by a PlayStation server very closely by to stream some of those games. But uh, I think they're just taking people for a ride and trying to get some extra cash on the side and it, it really hurts. It really hurts because I'm paying 15 bucks a month for my service and all I see is more more f- benefits. Even if I don't even like the games, I try them out. And even if I don't like them, it's like, eh, whatever. At least I tried it on. I saved myself 60 bucks or something or, you know, 20, 60, whatever. And I played more of my fair share of Xbox Game Pass games, which well paid for beyond the monthly fees that I pl- pay or pay for it. So for me, it seems like the Xbox Game Pass has been been much more much better than this whole PlayStation thing. And I know the fanboys will be doubting me on that, but come on. Let's not be arrogant and naive and stuff, people. You know, you should complain. You guys, you PlayStation fanboys and stuff, don't complain and try to knock down Game Pass with microsoft even if they're doing good and you don't want to admit it no don't do that and i you know i'm not gonna you know i'm gonna diss the service because i only diss the playstation uh service because they're giving you guys a raw deal over there even though i don't play any of the playstation things anymore because 
Hence, because I never feel like getting a new PlayStation is a good value for me on the games and titles that Sony's been throwing out to be at, uh, at us, I think you guys should get a better deal and you guys are getting a raw deal, especially with this stuff. And if they would have made it more Game Pass-like-ish, especially when first-party titles come out day and date, letting you guys be able to download and play those suckers, the full games, not just the stupid demo, I'd be like, all for it. I'd be like, good, now they got something to compete against Microsoft and Game Pass. And they're doing the same thing where they're giving you guys full games to play because you're paying them for this thing and you can download them and play them. I'd be all in for that. But sadly, they're not even doing that. They're not even trying to make their PS3 games being backwards compatible. And they only got a handful of PSP, PS1, PS2 games. I don't even think I've seen any PS2 games to be uh, mine to let to to uh, to even even speak about it. But come on, guys, I'm only in your corner. Just saying, I'm a gamer, just like you guys are out there. Let's not hate. Let's just say how it is and say, hey, Sony's giving you PlayStation fanboys and PlayStation heads out there a raw deal, and you should be getting a better deal. You guys should definitely be getting better for what they are not giving you, and you should be getting better. I'm just saying it. They should be doing better for you guys. You guys are spending all this money on their stuff. You should be getting those games too. I'm just saying. I'm not against you. I'm all for you getting better. Cause that's how I am. So take it or leave it. And talking about taking it or leave it, um, apparently Microsoft, you know, they don't want us be um, just shooting things out into the into the public. They don't want to bring out something that is not going to work out. And um, they hesitated. And apparently uh, Xbox's streaming stick is going back to the the good old drawing board because. Um, and it's codenamed the Keystone device and will be need to be scrapped for a new approach because I guess maybe the the stick that they were trying to create, the streaming stick that they were trying to create for uh, Game Pass to support for, so, for support for TVs and stuff, a little hardware device that you can stream your games to your TVs and stuff if you don't want to buy a, an expensive game, Xbox uh series x or s or something like that and you just want something a little thing so you can stream games to your tv if you have a super fast internet connection apparently whatever they created was not i don't know good enough or whatever i don't know what the the issue was i'm sure all you need is some a good processor some good memory in that sucker and make it be able to get a good connection to your your controllers and stuff and make it have a great internet connection and there you go there's your little streaming stick thing but i don't know what do i know so but apparently i think they hit like it says the company seems to have hit a snag with most recent under development development hardware and is now pivoting to a new approach an xcloud streaming device that was first announced back in 2021 of last year Alongside plans to bring a no hardware required Xbox Game Pass app to support a TVs, the company had previously teased uh, an Xbox streaming stick, stating a device could plug into your TV or monitor to stream games was under development. Um, and now recently, um, more recently, a product codenamed Keystone appeared on the Xbox OS list. 
But right now, they stated that the, um, in a in a in a statement here about it that our vision for the Xbox Cloud Gaming is unwavering. Our goal is enable people to play the games they want on the device, devices they want. Anywhere they want, as announced last year, we've been working on a game streaming device, Conan Keystone, that can be connected to any TV or monitor without the need for a console, um, as Microsoft's spokesperson stated. As part of any technical journey, we are constantly evaluating our efforts, reviewing our learnings, and ensuring that we're bringing value to our cu- customers. We have made the decision to pivot away from the current iteration of the Keystone device, uh, we will take our learnings and, and refocus our efforts on a new approach that will allow us to deliver Xbox Cloud Gaming to more players around the world in the future. Um, so basically, um, uh, basically, I don't know what went wrong. I don't know if maybe they just didn't want to, didn't have enough power or something to do it. Even though you can run Xbox uh, or xCloud in, you know, on a Chromebook or anything else running a browser. So I don't know what's going on with this device, but it seems like they were running into some hardware issues. Something with probably the memory and and CPU. Maybe they couldn't get it at a cheaper cheap enough price point that they wanted it as or something i don't know maybe it was just because of the supply chain or something supply and demand i don't know all i know is that they hit a snag and they're going back to the drawing board basically and i don't know i don't know what they're thinking hopefully they get back to it and hopefully they can get back into trying to get uh you know, a little streaming box going on. And, of course, you need really reliable, super fast internet. And the games that get streamed to your device or devices and stuff have to be good. Good enough to play over internet. So a lot of a lot of stuff that would have to get into it. Um, but as for now, I guess uh, they're holding back a little bit on the low cost streaming stick, but never know. Maybe I'll see it again down the road. You never can tell. Can never tell what, what's this? Oh, (laughs) I didn't even know weird things going on with my computer. (laughs) I didn't know there was a new tab here to hide and unhide things. So, um, let's see here. So there's a there's a poll going on and there's a question being asked around around the the internet. Do you want achievements in your original Xbox games? Because apparently Sony announced that it was bringing trophies to um, a PS1 classic uh, 23 years after it was released. Naturally, people from the Xbox side began calling on Microsoft to bring achievements to original Xbox games. You know, I said this too. I'm like. You know, it could be easy to get some achievements put on these Xbox original titles. Why not? But um, I get, apparently Sony is looking into it. I know they're probably not going to do it on all their original PlayStation games, but they were thinking about why not trying to do that to offer more, you know, 
more people that love their tro- getting their earning their trophies to get them. And why not the same thing for Xbox? You know, they could do the thing where they used to say you can only get up to 200 or 400 points per Xbox game or something. They don't even have to give you like a thousand achievements for the games that you can give you up because they're older games. Why not go up to like two, 400 points just like the Xbox 360 did originally with their games before they went to thousand point achievements and stuff on it per game. That would be pretty cool. You know, if I can go back and play some of these original games like Star Wars Battlefront 2 or Blink's the Time Sweeper or something or Jade Empire, and I'm like, oh, I'm getting achievements for these. Hmm, nice. That's nice. That'd be pretty cool. I'd be pretty happy about that, especially like Mercenaries, Playground of Destruction they got on here. Ooh. Some of that would be pretty cool getting achievements on. Especially if they can randomly generate them or something and create names from. I'm sure it wouldn't be that tough. Especially now that they're done doing the backwards compatibility thing for original Xbox titles and stuff like that. Why not put out, you know, why not put out some achievements for the the games they have? You know, work they'll have to work a little bit longer and stuff. But programming some achievements around these games, those games, why not? I'm all for it. Um, then somebody was saying something about how, and this is from Kotoku, which I don't really always go by them because they always got their own um, branded views of of trying to switch things. They're talking about how Game Pass burnout is here, that a drought of AAA games has spurred some of the unsub from spurring people from unsubscribing to Microsoft's games and demand service uh, for now for Game Pass. I don't know. I think this is the best time to have Game Pass because Microsoft has all these new, different new and older games coming to the service, coming and leaving, and, you know, from third parties, all that stuff. And it might not always be your top-tier first-party AAA games, but you know what? What? Everything is a top tier game nowadays, and if you know if it comes out and might be interesting, why not try it out? It doesn't always have to be a Halo or a Fable or this or Gears that or the Fallout game or the Starfield game. It could be other people's games as well. I just wouldn't. I don't really understand. Maybe just some people are just unsubscribing because they can't afford it right now because things are getting really expensive. I can see that maybe some people really are getting a burnout or they're not being able to play all the games they can. But here's the thing. I think if you can't afford $15 a month, you shouldn't be doing the services at all. Maybe not even play games at all because the whole thing is that if you got an Xbox Game Pass, it's actually helping you save money because you're not spending like 20 here, 30 there, 50, 60 there on games. You're getting it all for basically the price of $15 a month. And you can download and play as many of these games as you want without any restrictions and you get all your achievements and stuff. It's kind of hard for me to to understand or believe that that people would not want to pay to play that stuff. You know what I mean? 
and not want to continue on with the service. Now, no, I am talking about $15 per month for the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate tier. Even though there are other tiers, there are lower tiers like just PC Game Pass and Xbox Game Pass without gold and stuff like that. I don't really like to include them because I think if you're going to get it, you're going to go all in. You're going to be paying that 15 bucks a month because I'm sure some of you have a PC to play some games on. And you don't have to have the beefiest machine to play some of these games. A lot of them you could just play as is, you know, on a regular computer as long as you got a decent graphics card. But um, for me, anyway, I always think, oh, I'm going to just get it all. Plus, with Game Pass Ultimate, you get gold. Xbox Live or Gold, you get Game Pass for PC, Game Pass for Xbox, and I'm all good. And I think it's a cheap price. What can I say? You know, the price is good for me, especially when you got Sony charging double that and triple that for their uh, second and third tier services. So, but I also understand they're not just because there's a gaming drought and all this other stuff. I can also understand that there's too many subscription services out there right now. There's so many and too many subscription services, not just gaming subscription services, but streaming service, subscription services, this, that. Everybody wants you to buy software as a subscription now. It's just gone crazy with these subscription services. And how can anybody keep affording and shelling out money every month for every subscription service out there? I know I can't. There are limits. There are limitations to that. But I can understand that. But if you're going to do that, why, why cancel a subscription service that you would actually use? Now, if you don't use it, I'd understand if you cancel it. But if you're using it and you're playing the games, no matter if they're new or you, older, it's probably still saving you a bunch of money, right? That's my take on it. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 release date has been announced. Uh, Modern Warfare is coming out later this year. Um, apparently, this um, they announced that Modern Warfare 2 will be released on October 28th in addition to the over-the-top uh, video clip which I guess they gave a sneak peek at some of the characters and some of the cover art for the upcoming sequel. Um, okay, so we got a guy in this skull mask there. You know how they do it. So, I, you know, the last Call of Duty, of course, wasn't very good, and I heard about that a lot. And, you know, they have, haven't been doing so hot on their Call of Duty titles lately over at activision blizzard amongst other things that haven't been so good over there and you got microsoft still trying to take them over and purchase them or they want to get purchased and microsoft is purchasing them but they're still going through all the red tape and stuff with the governments and stuff like that so yeah i i don't know like i said if my if activision blizzard does become part of microsoft I'll probably see all these games on Game Pass and then maybe I'll play like Modern Warfare 2 and stuff like that. It's been a while since I played a Call of Duty game because I just haven't had any interest. First off and two, you know, down the road when if, if it is on Game Pass, then you know what? I could try them all that I want. So that's all I got to say on that for all you uh, Call of Duty fans out there. 
How about uh, Lord of the Rings fans? How about that Gollum? So Lord of the Rings Gollum finally has a release date, and I guess it's almost here, Precious. So apparently Lord of the Rings Gollum will release this September. Uh, This is an upcoming story-focused stealth game. They'll be available on PC, um, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S on September 1st. Also, a Nintendo Switch version is also planned and should release later in 2022. Or I think they would probably push it back to 2023. Let's just face that. (laughs) But you never know. Um, Playing as Gollum, you'll explore Middle-earth in a time just before the Fellowship of the Ring, hunting for the one ring that you lost to Bilbo Baggins while attempting to stay out of the clutches of the Dark Lord, Sauron, uh, familiar faces are promised as well as a system in which you must decide which of the character's dual personalities gets the upper hand and in important decisions, either Gollum or Smeagol. Um, I don't know. If this came out on Game Pass someday, sure, I'll play it. For to purchase it and to play this game... I don't know. I don't think it's something that I would be interested in. Not with Gollum. I I, I like I like Gollum, but eh, a whole game on him in a stealth game eh, where you're just running around trying to look for the ring and hide from the people and the creatures. Eh, we all know what happens to Gollum. He gets caught eventually. He gets found out. He gets caught by Sauron gets tortured we all know what happens especially if this is before the lord of the rings starts so uh we basically know his fate anyways so playing him now in this game we just already know what the fate's gonna be so it's like no no anticipation or anything there's no big threat and what are you just going all around middle earth trying to find bilbo in the ring and Trying to get out of the way. Is that all it is? I don't know. Like I said, if it eventually comes out on Game Pass, it becomes a Game Pass title, sure, I'll check it out. But to purchase and play it, I don't think this is going to do very well, folks. I don't know. I have no idea. But we'll find out September 1st now, won't we? And then the final games news here, games talk news here, no Man's Sky, Hello Games putting the finishing touches on the Nintendo Switch version of the game, which who knows how well that's going to play on that little thing. Um, it's probably going to, whew, that's a lot of lot of uh, stuff they got to scrunch in that little cartridge on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, but apparently No Man's Sky developer Hello Games is putting the final touches on its Nintendo Switch version of the game announced back in February with a summer 2022 release date. Uh, the Switch version of No Man's Sky is seemingly on schedule according to the new update. Um, according to a press release, the developer stated uh, in the background, the rest of our small team have been hard at work putting the finishing touches on this game. Among other things, the Nintendo Switch version and in some large upcoming updates, No Man's Sky on the Switch will be uh, the complete version of the game with all 20 major updates, including the latest two Sentinel and Outlaws, 
Sentinel was released in February and completely refreshed the game's weapon system and on-foot fighting, while the Outlaws update did the same for space combat and added Han Solo-esque smuggling and space pirate missions. Um, It's Leviathan Expedition, a relatively self-contained adventure, also launched on May 25th. It revolves around time loops and space whales. Um, let's see here. Um, and as for the creator, um, even though all these updates have been rolling out pretty much every month or two in 2022 so far, No Man's Sky isn't nearly finished according to the creator, to creator Sean Murray. Um, and he stated that No Man's Sky Beyond is another leap forward, but doesn't fix the grind, monetary, or dull combat. So he's still working on it. I wonder how he's making money off this game. If he's bringing out free DLC and he's been working on this game since 2016 when it first launched back in August 9, 2016 when it was all semi-broken and stuff or not that fun or whatever. I don't know. I always wanted to play and try No Man's Sky. I always heard a lot of decent things about it. I just never did. Because it's, it's in those realms of like Astroneer and stuff like that and going to planet to planet, got to collect resources, got to try to survive, try to get your ship all scullied up and move on to other places. I don't know. I'd watch people play this game, but I don't know if I'd ever play it. It'd be pretty cool to see it on the Switch, though, and see how well it does. Eh, you never know. You can never know on these things, folks. I've seen worse. Um, but, oh, uh, yeah, there you have it. There you have it. Um, I got nothing else to talk about, so that's the end of the Games and Tech Audiocast for this week, and I hope you enjoyed it. It was nice and simple, even though it's still past an hour. I don't know how I do it. I get these podcasts always past an hour. Must be my uh, talking is too slow. But anywho, folks, like I said, again, no regular podcast. The following week, you will get one more regular Games of Tech Audiocast this upcoming uh, month, next Monday, I should say. And the next game, Juju 2 Cast Audiocast next Monday. And then the following week, it will be that special week for all of us, especially me when I'm on vacation. And then I bring out a special Games Attack Audio Cast special. Plus, we'll see what uh, Sony has for that state of play. I don't know. I'm hoping there's some good third-party games because you never know. Some of those might actually come to Xbox as well. We don't know yet. But until then, folks, this is Mr. Mike signing out with another episode of the Games Attack Audio Cast. You can visit me and everything else on juju2cast.com if you want to see videos of me playing yakuza like a dragon other games go to youtube slash juju2cast for other stuff i stream live at 8 p.m eastern time on fridays like this upcoming friday i'm streaming at 8 p.m eastern time streaming some yakuza like a dragon on yakuza like me and just gonna say everybody um game on game hard world conquest i'm pushing this game and button this show is now game over man